1: hello hello Hello. come on in have a seat <laughs> oh. Glory to God, the sun's shining. <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, this is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad. Hallelujah. <laughs> it reminds me of years ago I I looked it up. What what does rejoice mean? It means to turn, spin, and jump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're rejoicing in the Lord, right? <laughs> Hallelujah. So, um, today we have 1030 worship service here. <laughs> we have Children's Church upstairs every Sunday. Every Sunday. And tonight there will be no healing school. Um, that We're going to be starting to set up for a VBS. So VBS starts tomorrow, Monday the Woo-hoo! 19th. Welcome out there, bring your children in. <laughs> um, bring all your children, your grandchildren, and yeah. your great-grandchildren. <laughs> and Bring them in to VBS, it starts at nine o'clock and um, the 19th goes through the 23rd. And so uh, there's a lot of games and activities for them to do and so bring them all out bring your kids and if you would like to help there's all, always an opportunity for uh, people to help with Amen. our children always. So, and then on Tuesday is 7 o'clock 7 p.m. is intercessory prayer so come on out for yes. intercessory prayer it's always a good time to be in the presence of the Lord Amen. always and so then on Wednesday we have 7 o'clock is our midweek service, our, it's like a Bible study, we set up tables and and it's just a joy, you know, even a pastor will even let you ask questions, so come on out, <laughs> you know, and, and join us, it's a, it's a good time of fellowship, good time of being in the word of God, and just to, because the more of the word that we get in us, the more we can be that light and that shine that that somebody else wants and so it's not us but it's him through us amen you know amen. so come on out on wednesday yes. for our bible study and then there's all this wednesday is also our youth uh, group. uh yeah, <laughs> yay. so that starts at seven o'clock and it'll be upstairs and Friday, July 23rd, there will be no prayer school because of the BBS, uh, Vacation Bible School will be here and it'll be their last day for that. Mm -hmm. And so Saturday, July 24th is all church Bible study and we're going to be at Carolyn's house this week. Yay! Yay! And we're going to be doing the book of Joel. And so um, I want to tell everybody, thank you for helping Cheryl do the staining out there yes, on the playground. Yes, thank you, everybody. It looks awesome. Uh, the whole playground looks awesome. Yay,
2: <laughs> to all. So
1: thank you, everybody, that has helped with that. Yes. Yes. So just keep in mind, Sunday mornings, uh, healing school, midweek service, prayer school. And uh, we have all of our services are live streamed. And uh, so, or, or they're recorded, so please join in. Co- go online and, and get, the, get the Word. Woo-hoo. Because the Word is what changes our situations. It's the Word that lifts not only ourselves, but also those that are around us. So come on out and join us in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Have a good day. <laughs>
2: Yay. Jared,
0: praise the Lord. Well, thank you so much for those announcements. How's everybody doing out there?
2: Doing
0: great. You doing okay?
2: Amen. Totally How about blessed. all y'all out
0: there in Streamland? You doing okay? You all right? Glory to God, this is the day that the Lord has made. He's got something for us. Amen. Yes,
2: amen. I
0: said he's got something for us. Amen. But, you know, it's up to us to hunger for it. It's up to us to expect it. It's up to us to, to see it and then embrace it. Amen. Well, we're going to take up this morning's tithe and offering. And uh, so if you're here with us in person, you can use an envelope for that purpose. You can write a check. You can throw in green folding money. Uh, Also online, you see the means to do that. That means those out there in Streamland, you too can also give. You can just go to our website, birthandfamilychurch.org, hit the giving toggle and follow that. Uh, The prompts you can give uh, with a check, you can give with a credit card, you can give with a debit card. You can also uh, text the word GIVE to uh, 970-500-5322 and then you can give through texting as well. We also wanted people to realize that if you have any prayer requests, we're here praying every Tuesday night. If you have a prayer request, especially all of you out there, just simply email us at the, the initials of the church, BFC3982 at gmail.com. And uh, we will certainly stand in the gap for you in prayer. We'd, we'd love to, uh, to upgird you in that way. So just feel free to use that. Amen? Amen. So we're going to give some resources into the Lord's hand. We're going to worship Him with our giving. We're going to be thankful for, for what He's already done. Amen? The Amen. Bible says, I've never seen the righteous for." Uh, the, the, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or God's seed, that's us, begging for bread. You know, as my wife and I can look over our shoulders, the Lord has always taken care of
2: us. Amen, every time.
0: Let me say that again. Come on. As, as we look over our shoulder, we have witnessed the faithfulness of God. Amen. And he's got us yes. through some pretty tough times. I can remember that everything that we owned was a 66 Rambler. And uh, just a you know under uh, 20 bucks in our pocket during the winter and our job was seasonal and so we were uh, just living from uh, eating on rabbits and and venison that we had shot during hunting season and we were just rejoicing coming off the mountain down Mm -hmm. to go to the grocery store to get just milk and eggs and we were just thanking the Lord that he was the one that supplied all of our needs according to His riches and glory and it didn't look like we had anything but Every time he'd show up, we'd have a little here, a little there, and we got through. And now, we got a good measure.
2: Amen. Press down, shake together,
0: running over. Amen. God is faithful. You ready to give him some resources? Lift your heart to him and say, "Father, Father, you are my God.
2: You are my God. I
0: am your child.
2: I am your child. You're
0: taking care of me.
2: You're taking care of me. Thank
0: you for your faithfulness in the past.
2: Thank you for your faithfulness in the past.
0: And now I trust your faithfulness in my future.
2: Now I trust your faithfulness in my I future. give you a measure. I give you the measure.
0: I say be glorified as I give.
2: Be glorified as I give.
0: And I accept your will for my life.
2: And I accept your will for my in life. In that as I
0: give is given back to me. Is given back. To I you. accept it.
2: I accept it. I receive it. I receive. I believe it. I got it. I believe it. And I now got I lift it. up
0: my hands and say, "Thank you, Lord." And
2: I lift up my. I'm hands blessed. So thank you, Lord. I'm Glory. blessed. In Hallelujah. Jesus' name,
0: Amen. Amen. Well, let's uh, just wait on the people, Ken. Thank you so much, sir. Praise the Lord. Blessed. Woo. Amen. Now just be just be thankful as you give this morning. Amen. 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 Yes, sir. The farmer never cries when he puts seed in the ground. He knows the process, and so do we. Amen. Well, once you're served, go ahead and stand up. Say hello to one another. If you don't recognize somebody, tell them who you are. And uh, just uh, greet them with that love, that love of Jesus. Amen. Come on, now. Come Come on. Someone come here and greet Olita up front. Yes. Come on, now. Get out of your comfort zone.
2: Come see Mama up front. Plug it in. Plug it in
0: Summer is more than halfway over. Um, <laughs> you reckon my day. <laughs> I, I'm just going. Okay, that was nice. That was a great summer. It's it's Woo-hoo! just about it's just about toast. I think the kids go back to school. What in, in what four weeks maybe? August the 16th. August 16th. And all the parents said hallelujah. Woo! All the grandparents said hallelujah. Woo! Yeah, it's good to have him in school, amen? Amen. Uh, so, it's good we'll just enjoy the balance of this beautiful Colorado summer, amen. and it's going to be good, amen? Yes, sir. Hey, we're going to make a joyful noise to him. Woohoo! Come on. Remember when Jesus was on the donkey and he's riding into town? And there were a lot of people that were grabbing things to throw in his way. their clothing, branches from trees palm branches and, and they were announcing to the world that this was their king Hosanna to, Hosanna. to David in the highest and uh, some of the religious people said you know you need to tell these guys to settle down because they didn't see Jesus as God
2: <laughs>
0: aren't you glad that you and I see Jesus Amen. as God in the flesh yes sir Amen <coughs> Woo-hoo! And Jesus said the statement He says, "You know if I tell them to be quiet, then my very creation, the rocks will cry out and worship God. You know it's interesting that God's creation is smarter than a lot of people. They know where they've come from
2: Yes come on
0: you and I are unique and we know who's given us life Amen. And we now have an opportunity to worship Him. Are you ready to do that? Yes. Come on. I said, are you ready ready to wake yourself up, kind of shake everything off, just leave whatever you had on you outside the door, and just come in here in the presence of God and enjoy Him? Mm -hmm. Father, we thank you that because of Jesus, we can worship you face to face. You said that those that worship you must worship you from our spirits Thank you, Jesus. and according to the word of God. Hallelujah. So we're not going to let the rock worship you. We're going to take our place and we will worship you today. We will yes. give you glory today. We will shout Woo-hoo. and we will bow down and we will worship you together. Thank you, Lord. Everyone believe in sin.
2: Amen. 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 Here we go. Come into your presence with singing. Come into your presence with praise. We enter your gates with thankful hearts. We are going to celebrate All of heaven's waiting The on its way do shout hallelujah Listen to ya Mighty for Come on, praise him Hallelujah You deserve a high praise We can't give more Lord, we give you a praise That's what we came here for the praise we can't get more but we your praise that's what we came in for come into your presence come into your presence we're come to come into your presence we're we enter we Your gates with thankful heart. we are going to celebrate all of heaven Hallelujah, let's sing to you, modern world of praise. You deserve the highest praise, we can't get it more. But to you give you praise, that's what we came here for. Oh, you deserve, you deserve the highest praise. So we came here for everything within me, everything within me, reaches out to you,
0: your power, majesty, grace and mercy too.
2: You deserve that high praise, we can't give any more, the Lord will give you a praise, that's what we came here for, you deserve
0: You Come on, put those hands up. Let your heart go up to heaven with your words. You deserve the highest
2: praise. You deserve the highest praise. You deserve the highest praise.
0: I can walk in his happiness and joy. All fear is gone. Cause I know, cause I know, yes I know you
2: hold my future. Now my life is worth the living because. Oh you oh my future now my life is worth the
0: living because He live now my life is worth the living because it live now my life is
2: worth
0: That life. That life that raised you up now lives in us. Amen. Yes, sir. Thank you. We're alive forevermore. For Jesus said, I have come that you may have life. And have it more abundantly. Amen. I'm alive. Thank you, Jesus. Because of him. And that's why we bow down to him. sense my coming near, those that know me will lift up their eyes and they'll say, yes I have bowed before you and now you have come to receive me. But those that didn't take that opportunity to recognize and to receive me they will be forced to bow. For I shall come in my lordship, I shall come in my glory, and I will separate those. I'll separate the ones that know me and have me, and those that do not. Thank you. So be mindful Thank you, of the hour in which you live, for time <laughs> is evaporating. <coughs> Time is going away. And what lies before you is all eternity.
2: Hallelujah. So be
0: thankful today that you have bowed your knee you. willingly to Jesus Christ and have made him Lord
2: Jesus.
0: your Lord.
2: Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord.
0: by the Holy Spirit to open my heart and let you in. You came willingly and made me like you through a spiritual rebirth. And so now I can stand before you without any guilt, without any condemnation, without any fear. Because your love has changed me and made me like you. gave your all so I could walk in this life
2: with you. Amen. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
0: Help us to embrace that, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Help us to see that in its in its fullness. (laughs) Oh, hallelujah. We are not alone. I said we're not alone.
2: Amen, yes, we are not alone.
0: I said we're not alone.
2: Woo-hoo. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, grab someone's hand, look them in the eye, and say, Jesus loves you. your Bibles this morning. If you guys happen to miss last Wednesday, uh, we talked about what is over there in Romans the sixth chapter is the the mode of gifts. And it talks about anointings uh, given to us by the grace of God to serve and to minister within the body to edify itself and everybody in the body of Christ has at least one maybe even several of these gifts and I want you to understand that God puts you in the body for a reason And, and so as we discover those reasons then we have the opportunity to explore them and to then again apply them amen well, let's get our Bibles out this morning. We encourage those watching online that you'd get your Bible out. It's, I can't really explain it, uh, but I say it over and over again. It makes a difference when the Bible is being read by us instead of just being listened to. You know, I had some things that, that I was taught in the local church that were not the fullness of truth. They had a measure of truth in them, but not the truth. And so when people would share a scripture with me, I would revert back to what I thought it said. Come on. <laughs> I'm not the only one that this happens to. And so they'll, they'll share a, a scripture, and then I would revert back to what I heard about that scripture and, and its meaning, and so I would completely miss what the scripture was saying. But when I would get it out and read along, I would see that what I thought it said was not the case, and that's when I caught it, go, oh, okay, this is what it really says, amen, so that's why we encourage you to get out your Bible, get out your Bible app, Uh, we encourage you to take notes, Uh, that keeps you engaged, not that you guys need to be kept engaged, I know you're hungry, right, but... uh, I've practiced that through the years, and I get more out of services when I'm pulling out what's being said and then have to write it down. It it just makes it get in me, so I I trust that'll happen with you as well. I want us to go on over to Psalm uh, 127, and uh, look at verse 3. The Lord gave me this service earlier in the week, and... And I stuck with it. I believe this is the message he has for you and I today. The 127th Psalm, uh, beginning in the third verse. I'm reading from the New International Version, so what Sharon has up on the TV set will be a little bit different to you. I just liked it better from the NIV. It starts out by saying, children. Everybody say, children. Children. It says that they are a heritage from who? From the Lord. So understand that this privilege of having children is part of God's plan, is part of God's blessing, and it says that our offspring, or again our children, are a reward from Him. Now many people When they have children, they're either hot and cold about it. Yay, I've got kids, or oh, brother, I've got kids. But that never changes, that they're from the Lord. Like, you'll hear parents say, well, this child was an accident. Well, maybe naturally speaking, it appears that way, but it wasn't an accident with God. God doesn't make any misfires That's right. That's right. <laughs> and so that really needs to be our focus not how they came but where they came from kind of changes everything doesn't it yes. Yes. now verse 5 just I think is awesome Did I say verse 5 yes. now nah, let's back up say verse 4 <laughs> now we're talking about what children They're a blessing from the Lord. They're a reward from the Lord. Now look how he describes them. Our children are like an arrow. Like an arrow would be in the hand of a warrior. That's what our children are like. They are like an arrow. And I want us to see as parents that we see our child as an arrow and we're to send them into the will of God by our instruction and it says that that's what a warrior does a warrior sends an arrow to his destination for success and that's what you and I have been given the responsibility to do with our children. we got to make sure we point them in the right direction. Anybody out there this morning, you, you going home? You, you still out there? And look at this, it says, blessed, verse 5, blessed is the man or the husband and wife whose quiver, and you know a quiver is that which holds our room that a quiver is full of kids, full of arrows. Amen. Uh, Father, we thank you for the Word of God. We thank you that the Word is the will of God. We thank you, Father, that it is truth, and give us strength and courage to embrace it and to use the Word of God to benefit not only us personally, but those that we love that are around us. Thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. So, having said that, parents get it that they're to raise their children, they're to train their children, and most parents believe that they train their children through instruction. Telling them, you know, how to do this, how to do that. Don't do that, but do this, right? And they think that that's how you raise a child. You just give them instruction. And obviously, duh, that's part of the process, right? Amen. (laughs) But that's not the entirety of the process. I heard it said this way. A child will do what you say, They'll follow your instruction until they get old enough where they're not afraid of you anymore. (laughs) That, That you lose your leverage, so to speak. And then from that point on, the child will do what you did. You see, a lot of times we undermine what our children to do by being a bad example to them. Let's just let that soak in a little bit. Let's just let that soak in a little bit. I want to talk about three ingredients this morning, and, and it's my... I understand that this can be a subject matter that hits pretty close to the heart so I don't want to go in depth I want to get us out of here and so we're going to talk about three ingredients to raise godly children to send them out of our bow as an arrow and so that they hit the mark in life amen the very first ingredient to raising godly kids is, number one, be a godly example. Anybody can tell someone else what to do, but it takes a lot more effort to do the same as what you tell someone to do, amen, to be an example. Look here in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1. Ephesians 5 1 it says therefore be imitators of God Now it says as dear children now I'm taking this two ways First of all, I believe that this verse is saying That because you and I are the children of God and he's our father we are to imitate him That's what a disciple is is a follower Amen? The Bible tells us to follow Jesus because he's the author and the finisher of our work. Following someone is to mimic them, to echo their, their behavior and how they speak and how they deal with controversy. And so that, this verse means that also, but I think that there's another way to look at this is that dear children imitate parents so imitate god the same way that your children will imitate you you see children learn by example primarily how many times have you caught a young child doing something that you had done not too long ago And all they're doing is just mimicking you mirroring you just just doing what they saw you do or they'll say something in maybe not a good location like in a restaurant or or you know visiting somebody they'll blurt something out that you had said and you're (laughs) going right understand that most of our children's emotions Interests and perspectives are formed by the parents' lifestyle. Apart from instruction. They'll just see what you do and they'll just start doing it. Amen? Now, let me go on to say that the reason that is, is that's because you're an influence. You're someone they're looking up to. You're you're somebody that they respect. And can I say this? That will never cease to be true. Whether they're in your house, whether they're 65 years old, they're still going to be looking at your example. I used to think, well, well... I can't wait till the kids get out of the house. You know, I I'll have to stop having all these responsibilities. No, you, no, no we won't. I'm still, my wife and I, we are still being a godly example to our children. Amen. Not, this isn't really a service where we do a lot of running, or shouting, or going, preach it, brother. But that it's still good, right? I I don't normally get too excited about eating broccoli. But I do eat some just to say that I did. Amen. It's good for you. You see, this is why you and I are to walk in the God kind of love. Now, I've got some things that children need. How many want to know what children need? And let me... Preempt this and say that in no way am I inferring that Marianne and I are perfect parents. No. There are so many things that we did that we look back on and say, I wish I could change that today. Amen. But, you know, parenting's a job that you can get without having a resume. Yeah. They give that job to anybody. Right? You don't have to qualify. You don't have to go through training or schooling. It's just all of a sudden, you're a kid. I mean, my wife and I were barely married for, for, I don't know, it was like three months. And then she comes to me with the news that, oh, I'm with child. Well, we didn't even know each other yet. And now we're parents. So, yeah, I get it. We, 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 sometimes we're just... You know, doing things. But the thing of it is, is I want you to know that we, we, we just want to do the best that we have at the time. Okay. If we're doing the best that we know how, that's, we can't do any more than that. And that's what mayor and I did. I know now that I should have beat some kids less and beat other kids more. <laughs> Amen? I'm a little heavy-handed, that's that's my bent, that's my personality. Children's needs, ready? Children need to witness us yielding to God's authority over us. They've gotta see that you are not in control of your life, that you have given control over to someone of a higher authority. They have to witness that. You see, we want our kids to get saved. But are they seeing us staying saved before that? You know, Daddy, let's go do this. Well, you know, I I don't have the, I can't do that. Why can't you do it? Because the Lord doesn't want me to. Well, why are you doing this? Well, the Lord wants me to. They've got to see us under heavenly authority and that will lead them in that place. Children need to witness us admitting to our mistakes and seeking God's help to get out of the mistake. I think the most humbling time I ever had as a parent was when I had to apologize to one of my children. That was not a happy moment for my pride.
2: Come
0: on. I did that wrong, I'm sorry. They've got to see that we make mistakes, but they've got to see how we recover from our mistakes. See, they're gonna face mistakes. They're gonna face controversy. They're gonna, they're gonna face pain, trauma, disappointments. They've gotta see how we deal with those. That's what teaches them. They've gotta witness, our children need to witness us resolving conflicts and problems as we reach out to God for help they've got to see that we're vulnerable we don't know it all we can't do it all we don't have it all but if we'll reach out to the Lord amen. he'll get us through amen here's a couple of big ones children need to witness us loving and caring for our spouse now we're living in an age where having two homes having parents that don't live together is very prominent Well, if that's the case, we've got to be careful how we talk about our child's parent who's not living with us. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Remember, that's that child's parent forever. That's right. okay. And to paint a, a negative picture of that parent, even though you're hurting because of what they did to you, you got to be careful that You're not the one that pushes that child away from that parent. Come on. Amen. If that happens some other way, it's not on you. Amen. Amen. Children need to witness us having our spouses back. Now, I know our little darlings are so adorable. Our 20 year olds our 30 year olds our 40 year olds just darlings but they love to divide in order to conquer and if they can start dividing between the mother and the father you've given them authority through the years when my wife and I had differences in the way we were parenting, and the way that we were making decisions in the home, we never argued in front of our kids. That doesn't mean we didn't have arguments. I married an Italian. We've had some arguments. Okay? Hello, there's a little fire in that little girl. Amen? But we didn't do it in front of the kids, for the most part. I'm sure we made our mistakes. We tried to go in the back room, and when we came out of that back room, we had to be in agreement. Even though we may not have completely agreed with what the spouse was doing in terms of that child, I had to have her back. And I wish I could uh, go back in time and do a better job at that. Amen? Amen. But we're here now and uh, so we're, we're we're moving forward number two see I'm trying to make progress here I could I could have meddled right there you know and had fun meddling <laughs> but we're moving on to point number two hallelujah I'm trying to remember what we're talking about oh yeah ingredients We're making a cake. The next ingredient to getting that arrow to go where it's supposed to go. Don't speak over your child in what you see or hear that's going on in their life. Don't speak over them in what you see them doing wrong. And I am so far from getting this right, but I'm under construction, and I'm working on it with the help of the Lord and my wife. Amen. Proverbs 18:21 says that death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. We have a choice. We can speak words that produce death over our children or we can speak words that produce life over our children. So you and I have a choice. I can speak to my child as, in terms of what is happening with them, what is current current tense happening in their life. Or I can speak what I want to have happen in their life. Now, we are a faith church, so to speak. We teach faith. What we what we believe saying produces what we're saying. And if I actually believe that my child. Is rotten and I'm speaking that over them, I'm creating or allowing that to happen in their life. Come on. Come on. Amen. Our words have the power of death and life. And so if I keep saying over my child what they are doing, whether in their presence or behind their back, and that's when I do my most negative speaking about my children is behind their back. You know, why are your kids doing this? You know, when kids are good, they're ours. When they're bad, they're the other spouse's. They're the parent. Your kid. But if I keep speaking what they're currently doing in their life, I'm giving them permission by faith to continue to walk in it. But if I call those things that be not as though they were, that I'm speaking faith and wisdom upon them Amen. so remember we have a choice I can speak over my child what's currently happening or I can speak over them what I want to have happen Amen. That's good. That. this is what God does with you and I he always speaks over you and I his goodness in the mercy and the grace He's prepared for us, we need to recognize our children's potential in spite of their mistakes and surround them with words of encouragement and faith. Amen. And you know all the Bible stories. We don't have to go over all of them, but let's hit at least two of them. I mean, Abraham became a friend of God because he believed in God and his belief in God was caused righteousness unto him. And God proclaimed over him that he was the father of many nations when he wasn't. He was too old to produce a seed and uh, Sarah was barren and was past the age of childbearing. So she was Post-posal. I'm not sure if that's right or not. You can correct me later,
2: Maggie.
0: <laughs> you know, her seed, her eggs had dried up. And God, yet in the midst of him being fatherless, called him the father of many nations. And he did that for 25 years. You know that God spoke over Abraham for 25 25- years? Years that he was the father of of many nations when he wasn't. And what happened? Abraham became what God said he was. See, we've got to have a little bit more faith in our words and what God has promised for our children. And even though they may not be doing things the way we think they should be doing it, we need to speak over them their destiny and the reason they're on this earth and speak blessing over them and not cursing. Amen? Amen. Amen. Boy, we are going quickly. Look what, look what God says over you right now in Romans eight thirty seven. This is what God says over you, says over you right now, regardless of, what's going on, regardless of what's going on in your life. He says that you are more than a conqueror. Now you could, you could feel like roadkill. You could be experiencing being run over in life and God will look down at you in your situation and he will say to you in the midst of that, you're more than a conqueror. You see what that does? That's pointing the arrow from your bow where it's to end up. You don't... Po- point your bow at where you are. Amen. You point it where you want it to go. Amen. We can point our children in the way to go by the words we speak over them, especially when it looks like they're the furthest away from it. Come on. And that's what faith does. I call myself well when I feel sick as a dog. I call myself blessed when I don't have money in my checking account I call myself saying I know what to do even though my mind says I don't know what to do well it'll that same faith that we're walking in to bring the blessings of God upon our own life will work with our children and if your mind tells you otherwise it's lying to you we just have to practice it look at this In the middle of us trying to struggle and trying to accomplish something, God speaks over you in Philippians 4.13, you can do all things. When things look impossible to you, God speaks over you and says, you can do it. He doesn't say, wow, you really got things messed up. You're never going to get it. No, he'll never say anything like that because he wants you this In this place. So he speaks of you in that place. You can do it. How many times have you said that to your child? You can do it. I can't tie my... You can do it. You can tie your shoe. I can't ride that bike. You can ride that bike. I can't get that job. You you can get that job. Do it from your heart and with your mouth. Point with your heart and with your mouth. See, too many of us had parents saying that we'll never be, we'll never be worth anything. You're a bum. You're never going to amount to anything. You're always making the wrong decisions. Those words will captivate someone Captivate someone. it'll put an image in their life of, of failure and they'll go from failure to failure to failure. This is true about our grandchildren too. This is true about our great-grandchildren too. You still have a place in their life just because they may not live at your house. Just because you may not see them, but once a year. You speak life over them. You allow your faith to cover them, influence them, draw them in the way that they should go. And continue to be that loving person in their life who's always accepting them no matter, you know, where they are in life and what has happened in their life. And that influence, that example to them will point them to God the Father. You're just imitating Him. And when you imitate God, they'll start seeing God. Number three, woo-hoo, We need to pray over our children. Amen. Come on. And I don't want you to respond with an answer, but when was the last time you spoke a word of prayer over your children? Primarily the ones out of your house. Somehow, out of sight, out of mind. I don't know how long it's been since I prayed for my one son. It's been at least weeks. That ain't right. Or the last time I called them and said, hey, I'm proud of you. See, how can I say I'm proud of them? They're a bum. You're proud of their potential. You're proud of where they can end up because of God. Amen? Amen. Now, this service is this serves probably harder on me than it is on you. <laughs> I guarantee. <laughs> Guaranteed this is harder on me than it is on you. We have to make some course adjustments, don't we? We've got to be careful of having favorites. See, some children remind, them, remind us of us. And so we favor them. Then there's others that we don't know who, where they, where, what, where they came from. You know, the milkman, postman, you know, you don't know that child's nothing like me. And you're kind of, there's, there's kind of a distance. <laughs> there's kind of a distance between you because there's, there's not a lot of common ground. Maybe we should love them more.
2: Come
0: on, amen. Maybe we should pray for them more. Maybe we, maybe we should give them more words of encouragement. Yes. In the midst of me not understanding you, I'm proud of you. Amen. Jesus. Prayer is what allows God's will to be done on the earth. And there are some of our children that don't know how to pray for themselves so they need someone like you and like me to pray for them amen because remember you're you are the recipient you are the recipient of the blessing of children it's your heritage Begins the moment there's conception in the womb. And it will continue until you leave this ball of dirt through separation. We need to maintain that blessing, that position of responsibility that God gave us and be that example to our kids, showing them what he's like. Because, you know, we can't live our life through our kids. You got that memo, right? We can't live our life through our kids. We've got to let them find their way. And understand that when a child mis- makes a mistake, and there's times where we have to allow them to make mistakes, Mistakes and how to deal with them are probably the greatest lesson we can learn in life. Because challenges us, those challenges that we face point us to Him. Amen. Father, uh, I thank you for our children. Not one of our children that was born to us was a mistake. There there, there is no child born on this earth. That's a mistake Everyone is valuable every one of us every one of them. It has a destiny every one of them is a blessing from you Help us to honor What you have given us help us to to be thankful that you entrusted us with another life. Help us to see the the opportunities and that you will give us help and strength and wisdom in the times where it gets rough. Help us to be a, a godly example so that they will find you and stay with you. Thank you so much, Father, for all that you're doing. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, no uh, healing school tonight. Uh, If you know of anybody that needs a kid in VBS, we're starting tomorrow at 9 o'clock in the morning. It's going to be good. And uh, if you think of us during the week, go ahead and pray for strength and wisdom and protection upon the kids. Amen primarily from me. And uh, (laughs) and we look forward to seeing you guys on Wednesday night. Amen. Amen. We'll see you. Have a blessed day.